not Friday, everyone. As a little <laughs> holiday treat, we thought we would release a little bonus escape room report. This is a very special escape room that we did recently. A very special one. It's uh, with a VR experience. Yes, an entire VR escape room. Right? For those of you who might be getting a VR set for Christmas, who knows? <laughs> if you've been extra good girls and boys, maybe Santa brought you one. <laughs> so here's our VR Assassin's Creed Escape Room report. From Back Alley Escape, Beyond Medusa's Gate. So Greg, we got to do something a little bit different when it comes to escape rooms. Mm -hmm. We know that there are VR escape rooms out there, um, and we have done a VR experience once. We've done the um, the Void, which is at Disneyland and a couple other locations, um, and we had a ton of fun doing the Void. And that's kind of like it's more like a video game. Yeah. But there was like one puzzle in there that I think there was you did. one puzzle. Yeah. But like it showed us the potential. That you could uh -huh. have with an escape room. Yeah, because it was amazing. Like, you know, a lot of the kind of home VR stuff that I've seen, it still looks very cartoony mm -hmm. and it looks very, you know, it, it didn't look very, um, like, realistic at all. Mm -hmm. And that, the, the one we did was the Star Wars one, which is at downtown um, Disney. Um, it was it was very realistic. I mean, oh, yeah. it looked like we were in the movie. In that one, you actually wear like these vests, mm -hmm. and you actually could like feel like when you were getting shot. Oh, like I could feel like both the hit and heat uh -huh. where I got shot with a blaster. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, and then they even did things like because you're essentially like you're walking like probably through like a, almost like a maze essentially. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, like we're seeing it through the headset. Uh. Um, but like I, I, I'm assuming that it must be somewhat blocked off in order to like not have people running into each other. Yeah. Um, but like at one point, it looks like you have to like walk over lava and they had put something squishy on the floor so that when you oh, stepped yeah. on it, that there was, was give. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just so um, immersive and stuff mm -hmm. that like we knew that, okay, this this could be really cool if it's done right. And it like, I have kind of um, acrophobia, like the fear of heights. Uh -huh. And there's this part we had to get on this floating platform oh, that's yeah. only just big enough for four people to stand on. And I flipped out. I was like, my knees started to like give way. And I start to have a miniature panic attack. Yeah. So like VR can really do amazing things. Yeah, it's amazing how like real your your mind will think mm -hmm. it is. Um, so we heard that they were doing some um, VR escape room type games um, for the Assassin's Creed series. Which so, you love. Which I love. You like too, but I, I'm the big I'm fan. I'm not as dedicated. Yeah. I've only done like a couple here or there. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh my God, let me tell you all about the pieces of Eden. <laughs> um, and so, so this is actually Ubisoft, the, the company, the video game company that makes Assassin's Creed and a ton of other games. They're yeah. a very famous video game company. They are actually making these. And then different places that have VR, mostly actually public VRs. I don't believe you can buy this on your own personal VR, from what I understand. Oh, that's too bad. I know, because if we ever got one, I would, I would definitely want because this. Because that's a cool thing to do. But at the yeah. same time... It's kind of one of those once you've done it, like the replayability would probably be. But it like, would be cool could... to like okay, so they sell this for like what twenty bucks then, mm -hmm. not like a full like sixty five dollars. Yeah. But they sell it for like twenty bucks, and then if your friends come over, you can watch them play. Yeah, yeah, and I would play it at least more than once for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might it might get kind of stale after a while, mm -hmm. but like I would totally be cool going and playing like it again if it didn't cost money. Yeah, you know. Um, so they apparently did one for the previous Assassin's Creed game, um, which is set in Egypt. 
Um, but they have one for like the current Assassin's Creed game, which I've been playing and am really crazy about. Um, and it's called Beyond Medusa's Gate. And of course, the current Assassin's Creed is set in Greece, ancient Greece. So this has like this ancient Greece theme. And I mean, I'm I haven't played either one of them. Mm-hmm. I've seen you play both, so I'm kind of in between. Like I don't care either way. But because you were playing the Greek one right at that moment, uh-huh. and also I kind of like the Greek architectural. Style. Yeah, and we both like mythology and history. So yeah, so I was like, okay, yeah, let's go for that. Yeah, and it just happened. Um, you can actually go if you you look up the name uh, Beyond Medusa's Gate VR. Um, you can actually find the Ubisoft site for it, and they actually have a map where they'll tell you um, locations near you that are um, Which is are cool. having yeah. it. It just happened there was one fairly near us in Temecula where we've done escape rooms before, not at this particular location, but um, but in that city. And um, they had it, so we kind of made it a priority to get down there at some point. Yeah. Uh, what I like about this is mm-hmm. that, like, okay, the Star Wars one we did is, you know, you're literally going through, like, a physical, like, little maze. Yeah. You know, like, you can feel the walls around you. Mm-hmm. This one, not so much. They just put you into a big room. But that's still cool. Yeah. You know, and, like, they pretty much, like, put me in a corner. They put you in a corner. And they put on the headsets. And it's the same kind of, like, setup that they have for, as you see, probably a lot of YouTubers. Yeah, doing, like, it's definitely, it's, like, a very, basically what they have. And we should say the the place we went to, they're called Back Alley Escape in Temecula. They do have, um, I think, two like regular escape rooms. Yeah. But then they also have two VR escape rooms. This one and the um, previous Assassin's Creed one, which I would love to go back and do at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe they do special events where they do other VR stuff where you can play like the normal VR games. But essentially, what they have is they do have like just this back kind of big room mm-hmm. that's dedicated to the VR, and they basically have like. The kind you could buy for yourself, but yeah. the really high quality ones. And they have like four PCs, one in each corner. Yeah. Each with its own like dedicated VR set. Yeah. And I mean, they're not like, if you think of the void in downtown Disney, like that's, that's not the kind of VR you could ever own yourself. Like no. that is a company, like it's dedicated. This, you technically could buy these yourself, yeah. but you would be spending thousands and thousands of dollars. So it yeah. kind of makes sense to go somewhere instead. To exactly. them. But what I like about it is, because this is my first time doing like a kind of homebrew yeah. VR, as you could say. Yeah, he like was pricing them as soon as we got home. Yeah, and I think it was like <laughs> 600 bucks for like the set or something like yeah. that. But what, what was so cool about it is like, you know, I could like go and like pick things up and like move my hand around, uh-huh. you know, and, stuff. and it's just so cool to wave your hand in front of your face and see it as a character. Yeah. You know? But uh, what I like about this at the beginning mm-hmm. is that you actually get to choose your character and the way they do it is amazing. Where you're actually in a museum with these little, like, kind of clay figurines that uh-huh. represent the different character choices you have. Mm-hmm. And then you can pick one of those up and then become that person. You yeah. Know? So, like, I chose to be the old man because uh-huh. I was like, I want to be, like, the scribe-looking guy. Yeah, what's weird is, I don't know if, how it looked to you, but um, your character looks super tall. Like, I remember... Oh, I don't remember him being tall. When I remember, like, the first time I finally saw you... Mm-hmm. Um, because at first we start off and we're like in separate rooms. We're seeing the same thing, but we're in separate rooms. Yeah. 
And then when, when like we both choose our avatar and then all of a sudden you're standing next to me or whatever. And I was like, whoa, like you're so tall. (laughs) I I don't remember you being super tall. That might've been just a glitch. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, it looks like you have, um, you can choose from six different avatars, the site says. So oh, they have six? all sorts okay. of different. So they have male, female, sure. and, you know, you, you chose kind of like a strong woman. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to be like the, there's no way that old man can climb that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, the whole idea is you are, essentially they found, is it Jason and the Argonauts? Was it his ship they found? Yeah. And you are, they're sending you back into time essentially as these avatars and you're trying to free the ship so that you know it can be researched or whatever mm-hmm. um so you're kind of going through like these puzzles and you know slowly you find the ship and then you release it and you have to get it out of this cave essentially and what's cool is that they have because it's a you know a video game so it's uh-huh. so easy to build this because it's just yeah. coding it's like Batman Gotham City sized like statues of like mm-hmm. impossibly big statues like you know yeah, decorating this, the huge underground cave. Yeah, you're in this huge cave. There's huge statues. There's you can look up in the ceiling and you can see all this ornate like painting and sculpture. That there's and like stuff. no way in 500 years could anyone like build this. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, and and no way could you ever like even attempt to do something like that in a real escape room. Yeah. Like, not just even the size and the scope, just, like, if you even tried to do something like that, it would be so small and so, like, compared to this. Like, it really was. Like, it's huge. And because, like, the way with the, the VR and stuff is it... Like, it had almost, like, you could tell it was far from you and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it, it had that sense of distance and stuff. And as we always say, one problem a lot of escape rooms suffer is they have to work with the space they're given. This yeah. is clearly an office space. I can tell mm-hmm. this used to be, like, some kind of small business. At one uh-huh, point, you know? yeah. But here, because it's a VR and, like, you can see out into great distances... You can make the space anything you want. Yeah. Until I start to slowly nudge towards you and actually bump you with my controller. Yeah. So that's the other thing. One of the things they told us was that essentially in order to move, you don't really have to walk. And you are sort of, there's almost like this box around you. Like a two by two box. Yeah. So it kind of shows you like where you can go. Not physically, but within the virtual game itself. It's more like a leaning area. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you drop something and it only falls like a foot out of your reach. You can lean over and grab it. Yeah. Um, and to, to really move and walk, what they said is you essentially, you have these two like hand things you're holding Mm -hmm. and you can point it at the ground and use a trigger and it will like point a little line and you can like, um, like teleport teleport there. And I was having a lot of problems like getting my teleporter to work, especially in the beginning, because in the beginning, you're kind of given this vague, like description and then you're in it and you're like, am I doing this right? Like, I don't know. That was the one thing they Um, they gave you the description. uh I think it would have been better if they gave you like a one minute, like practice area Yeah. to like, okay, here's how to do it. And like, you know, actually, because like most video games, when they uh, start off with the tutorial levels, whether they're well-disguised or not, it will have you practice basic skills first yeah. before it puts you into the thing. Uh-huh. A lot of it was just figuring out as we're there, like, oh, we can do this. Yeah. Oh, we can do that. Like, they should have had a basic um, thing. They should have had a thing in the museum where we're choosing yeah. the characters of, like, pick up the figure that you want, right? Mm-hmm. Hold it in your hand. And then with your other hand, 
move out the door. Like you have to get out the door or into a certain area uh-huh. to prove I know how to grab things. Yeah. I know how to move. Mm-hmm. Because then like, okay, you have mastered the two skills that you need for this game. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So as Greg kind of mentioned, what ended up happening is we would eventually like get to a point where we would, we would bump into each other physically. Um, so the, the game master was pretty good about trying to keep us separated. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't feel like I was walking at all, but like somehow she said we were just slowly inching. What's funny is like, Okay, so this is not against you, uh-huh. but I was so certain in my head, I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. I'm standing still. It must be her fault. You know? Yeah. And, and, like, and like, at the same time, I, I'm realizing she's probably thinking the exact same thing, so I'm willing to bet we're both doing it. Yeah. Well, like I felt like, okay, I might take a little bit of a step within my little box mm-hmm. here, but I'm not like walking, walking. Like I'm trying to teleport. Like I said, I was having problems because like I would do the thing, you know, and it would point to yeah. where you're supposed to go, but it wasn't like pointing and i was like Ugh. like mm. every time i had to like kind of like really like my my thing was i kept like teleporting a little bit too far from uh-huh. where i needed to be so i would try to like take a step like a half step to like reach towards yeah. something to grab it and then i'd be like and then i think that's what my uh-huh. thing was i kept taking those little half steps and then i would try to step back to where i thought it was uh-huh. but because you're essentially blindfolded to where your feet are yeah you know i'm not going back to exactly where i was so uh-huh yeah um, and we did, you know, VR technology is somewhat new, mm-hmm. um, and they did have a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, you, I went down. You at went least down three times. Yeah, like, I went. Where it's like just blue screen down. Yeah, I went down once, but I was down for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Like yours, at least, were pretty quick. But yeah, yeah. you went down more. Um, also, I couldn't hear you in my little headpiece, so I had to eventually just like take it kind of off and just listen to to you because we're in the same room together. I do wish they kind of would have like done a way to kind of sequester you somehow. So you wouldn't bump into each other. Like either, like I get why they don't necessarily want you to like sit down because that kind of like ruins Mm -hmm. the experience. And they also don't want to put up like stanchions or ropes that will like trip you. Yeah. But I mean, maybe if they put like a a netting up or even if they put like they, um, I've seen some where they put like a bungee cord to your back. So you can only go so far. That's that okay. You know, like kind yeah. of create a physical like you're on mm-hmm. a leash almost. <laughs> yeah, and um, and the place that we were in physically was constructed to look like a barn. Yeah, well, so yeah. So essentially, mm-hmm. we're like in a big room in the back of a barn. So like, yeah. there's not exactly like other little rooms they could take us to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, if I guess if the speakers were working, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But you know, because like the speaker was kind of off on mine, I, and I couldn't hear you. Yeah. Um, that would have been hard to being in separate rooms. Um, but like, as far as puzzles go, it still was very like this is a not necessarily an escape room. Escape room. It is very much a video, video game. game. Still, a lot of the stuff was very. It's very intuitive. You're like, oh, I have to move this, and you move that, and mm. together they work. And um, you know, like it was, like I said, it was kind of trying to figure out what we could and couldn't do on the fly. Mm-hmm. Like we had a, you had a climb, which is a big part of Assassin's Creed, which was actually a lot of fun, kind yeah. of. But it, it took us a while to figure it's out. Very like this is how we have to do. Your hands in a and climbing, climbing motion. Yeah. It's very gratifying. Yeah. It was. At one point, I kept like somehow going out of my range and then my uh-huh. character would just like let go and fall. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a lot of the stuff was very like intuitive as far as what you had to do when it came except, to the puzzle except for the trash can lid yeah we won't we won't spoil it but there's this part where essentially i came across this thing mm-hmm. i'm in this high area away from lauren and i'm like there's like a trash can lid here and 
like a crystal, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do with them. Yeah, it took us a while to figure that <laughs> but out. But what's cool is that if you need a hint in this game, you literally hold both hands up to your uh-huh. head, like as if to say, like, oh, geez, I don't know. And then everything will go dark, almost like Eagle Vision in the Assassin's Creed games, like kind of uh-huh. being muted in like a blue color. And then outlined will be the key components of the puzzle. Uh-huh. So it'll be like, this is what you need trash can lid, crystal. Her on the boat. Yeah. Figure it out. You know? Yeah. Um, also, there, there was um, a couple times where you get to, like, actually use a bow and arrow. Mm. And, like, it was very, like, how do I want to say? Like, one, you when you would pull the arrow, you could feel, like, the one thing would vibrate a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so you felt the tension. Yeah. Um, and it was fairly accurate in terms of you actually had to aim. It wasn't like it just gave it to you every mm-hmm. time. Uh so that was kind of a lot of fun. That was like a fun little, almost like a physical puzzle, but not. Physical. I had a problem with the bows, though. Why? Because I do sports left-handed. Oh, yeah. I'm, and I'm ambidextrous. And it didn't want me to do it left-handed. I would uh-huh. try to grab it like a lefty. And then it would like, I'd like pull the bow back. And then all of a sudden, I'd be like essentially pointing an arrow at my chest. Because I'm like holding it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I'm like, like ah. So like we have to use it to like hit these targets far away. Uh-huh. So I'm constantly wanting to like shoot left-handed, mm-hmm. and I'm, oh, I can't. So yeah. I have to shoot right- right-handed. So in other words, Lauren was getting the most hits because yeah. it was actually a righty. So, <laughs> um, I mean, in like I said, in terms of an escape room, mm-hmm. the puzzles—they're puzzles, and there's you know you get to do a lot of different things yeah. within the room. But it's not, like I said, super challenging. It's very, if you play video games, you kind of, you've probably encountered these kind of games before where you have to do, you know, even if the whole thing's not puzzles, you Mm -hmm. may have to do like a couple things where you have to move some levers and stuff like that. But it's usually fairly like you, you can easily see, oh, this, well, this piece goes into this piece. Well, see the problem here, and here's the reason why it's more of a video game than an Uh escape room. Is because in real life, mm-hmm. if I put my hand on a drawer and try to open it and I feel that immediate like, oh, it's locked, mm-hmm. I can tell that right away because I have the tactile sense. Yeah. And I know how much pressure to apply to a drawer to tell like mm-hmm. if it's locked or not, you know, like to pull it open. Yeah. But in a video game, even if you have the ability to manipulate individual fingers and hands, uh-huh. you can actually feel the drawer. Yeah. So I can try to keep opening a drawer, but because I can't actually feel confirm with my sense of touch yes i am grabbing it mm-hmm. even if i am grabbing it and i can't open it i might still think i'm just somehow not grabbing it yeah and so in video games especially this one everything that we could interact with directly with our hands kind of had like a white highlight or like a white handle to yeah it. like we're climbing up these rock faces and like these these white rocks sticking mm-hmm. out or like white handles for us to grab to yeah. like you know to kind of indicate this is something you can interact with yeah and it's because you have to have that because otherwise, you just it's it's too yeah. difficult to tell what you can and cannot do. Uh-huh. Yes, if you see a big wheel that you have to turn, it's intuitive that I grab the wooden handles. Yeah. But at the same time, if we're climbing up the rock wall, we don't have those bright, right, like white rocks to grab uh-huh. onto. What am I grabbing onto? I'm just gonna feel around to finally I just hear. It yeah, click. it's 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 all pixels, right? So right. so <laughs> this is okay if you. Take away the video game part of it. Uh-huh. You know, take away the fact that we couldn't feel and that everything's labeled white. Mm-hmm. I do think there's enough puzzles in here to call it an escape room. Yeah. There's some, and without any spoilers, there are some th- puzzles that you have to do where 
even if you keep doing the correction action over and over again, uh-huh. unless you do it in the right sequence. Yeah. Unless player two is turning a thing so that player one is doing that action, but at the right time for the right uh-huh. quadrant or the mm-hmm. right part, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So because it's enough cooperation needed uh-huh. and enough you know, actual puzzling that's involved. Mm -hmm. I have to do this in order to get it to work. I I do think this counts as an escape room. Yeah. So, yeah. And I don't think you can't from, from what I'm looking on their site and just from doing, having done the room, right. Mm -hmm. You can't really do this alone. No, there's no way you can you do this. Have to do you this have to have this with a minimum of two. It it says it can go from two to four. For some reason, at the time, I thought they said it would only go up to three, but the website says it goes up to four. No, uh, I remember uh, in person, I believe they said they only do pairs. They only do two or they only do four. Though. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's, you can't do three. It's kind of weirdly lopsided if you do three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I can see that. Um, but, like, you know, one of the parts basically, and this was kind of really cool if you mm-hmm. are a video game or a history nerd or even a movie nerd i would say yeah. um i was down on the boat yeah and i was shooting and i was actually shooting handholds for you to climb something yeah that was that, that was, was pretty sweet that was <laughs> i was like this is every ninja movie i've ever wanted I to be know. in <laughs> and you'd be like uh, no i can't quite reach that a little bit lower and i'd have to shoot and what's an arrow great is like you'd shoot arrow like a little high and I'd be like, that's fine. That's the next one after this. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, like from your perspective, I'm sure it was cool. But from my perspective, it was really cool. Because I'm like right there. And I'm looking and like just two feet to my left. Boom. Okay. And I grabbed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Playing with that, that bow and arrow was really neat. Um, the- and of course, you got to play with the bow and arrow. When in D and D, you were always an archer. I know, right? So you were like, this is my dream come true. Yeah. Twain, 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 twain. Um... Yeah, and then, you know, at the end, you kind of have this big boss fight, you know, so, like, that's very video game-esque and stuff. So yeah, at the same kinda... time, there's no health to lose. You can't really no. lose on this. Yeah, not really. Um, the, you know, all it is very much, like, it. it is an escape room meets a video game. It's, like, mm-hmm. the perfect well, mix of the two. Also, to be fair, when we first started this podcast and tried to explain what is an escape room yeah. to those who haven't seen it, uh-huh. we did compare it to it's like a real life video game. Yeah, exactly. So how this is just the opposite side of the coin. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. I will say I have one little bit of a problem with this kind of VR. When it was over, walking and like being <laughs> yeah, in the real world right? felt weird right? for like a good five minutes. Okay, it's kind of like when you're on the treadmill for more than 10 minutes yeah. and then you get off and you feel this constant like momentum forward. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got to keep going. Yeah. Like I felt follow. like I had just gotten off a boat or something. Yeah. Like it, walking normally felt weird for but a good like Kind of cool minutes. because we were pretty much on a boat for the entire thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was kind of weird like for sure afterwards. Like I don't think if we ever had our own VR which I we will think someday. I could only play it in small bursts or I mean it's kind of like the whole um oh what is that movie um where they they kind of keep going we just watched it recently where they keep going into like a virtual Ready world. player one Ready player one like I could see like how like eventually that would kind of become your reality and yeah. like you would have a hard time being in the real world you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I can see I, there is like a realness to that oh no that fear back in the day. And by this, I mean, like, gosh, better part of a decade ago, mm-hmm. I got rock band oh, uh, uh-huh. on the Wii, you know, and I used to play the drums. Uh-huh. You know? So even when I was by myself, I could play the drums for my favorite songs. Uh-huh. And if you've ever seen rock band, it's essentially like this kind of trackpad, like going like down towards you. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of got like an upward like flow yeah, yeah, yeah. to it, you know, down on the screen. 
And after playing that for a couple hours, like, if you, like, look down away from everything, you literally, like, hallucinate everything kind of flowing. <laughs> so, like, I've never taken mushrooms or done uh-huh. any kind of drugs in my life, but I feel like that's a small taste of what it's like. Yeah. Where you see something and then it kind of, like, suggests or influences the rest mm-hmm. of your vision to, like, merge that same way. Yeah. So, for sure, if I was to play this VR thing for, like, two hours straight and then take it off, I'd be like... I need a minute. What is real? Let, yeah. Let, let, let me take a minute to just sit down and just like reboot. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, it is weird how it kind of, even in that short time, um, it kind of manipulates your, your mind a little bit yeah. there. Um, it was kind of cool. Like we didn't get to see the end results, which is sad, but they actually have an in-game like, you know how you take uh, your photo after you're done with an escape room? Mm-hmm. Um, they actually have like an in-game thing that takes your photo. Yeah. Um, so you can actually see like your avatars or whatever. And it's cool. It's like a little um, camera that's like floating up and around the and, ship. Yeah. And it does like three different uh, positions. So you can get the three different poses with three different kind of like angles of the background. Yeah. Um, but, and they said they were going to send them to us and they, they never did sadly. So, uh, back alley escape. You never sent us our photos. Uh. Um, so we were, I was a little sad about that, but, um, well, mine was the old man doing a disco pose. Yeah. So. You were doing all these weird poses. <laughs> um, I mean, it was kind of weird cause like I had no sense of like, I know we didn't take the full 60 minutes. Oh, I had um, no sense of time, but I had no sense of time. And I mean, they told us we were pretty good and we're pretty fast but it's also a newer one so they didn't really have like accurate data as far as how long people normally take um i think they said we were probably the fastest group of two they've ever seen Mm -hmm. um it would be interesting to see what it's like as four just to like is it different because it i don't know it was well that's the thing because some games some video games do have multiple versions based upon how many players yeah, you have. Yeah. yeah. So and be I mean, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be bad either to just be able to like, you guys do all the hard work. We're just going to look around. Right? <laughs> um, but I definitely want to go back and do the, the other one. And, you know, obviously, you know, it'd probably be a good idea to try their actual escape rooms. Yeah. It's also, um, if you are interested in going to Back Alley in Temecula, it's also a little hard to find. Um, oh, yeah. First of all, if you actually try to um, like Google or use your phone to find it, it's going to instead take you to like IHOP instead. Yeah. Um, but essentially what it is is it's in this big like shopping area, but it's like this little um, – I don't even know how to describe it's it. It's like a dirt – like patch kind of looks like a western park area yeah it's like this like yeah it's like a little park area with like old-fashioned sh- buildings it's that meant are to look shops. like old west like kind of like oh this is the saloon and this is the sheriff's yeah you know. it's kind of like old towny looking yeah old towny exactly and they're kind of back in the corner it's like tucked in the back left of that yeah, yeah. it's just you wouldn't it's very much like it's no, like there wouldn't be an escape perfectly room here. tucked in between like a bonds and a coles yeah you know <laughs> it's very it's very odd um, but yeah, so we had a bit of a hard time finding it. So if you see like what looks like a little Western town kind of park area and think, oh, surely there would never be an escape room there. Those are probably all like tourist shops yeah. and clothing stores and stuff. No, it's over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that little extra escape room report. Keep in mind that we will be back a first Friday of every month with all new episodes. Thanks for listening, happy holidays, happy new year, and let's keep playing some games.